Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages. I don't want to take away from that moment. I just felt at the inner worship. Lovey, can you stay playing piano today? Is that okay? <laughs> yes, please. The rest of the band, you guys are, are free to go. I'm going to release the kids if they want to go. You've got 30 seconds to get out of here. Go, go, go. <laughs> but I want to stay in the atmosphere of you are good. You are good. You are good. You are good. Just say with me, you are good. You are good. You are good. Just shout it out loud with me. You are good. You are good. God, you are good all the time. 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 I want to dive straight into the Word, and then we're going to do all the formalities at the end. Is that okay? Is that okay? I need Bernadine on the piano. Play it, babes. Play it. Someone say, play it, babes. There we go. <laughs> Psalms 126. I'm gonna, I'm, I didn't have a sermon, sermon prepared today. I, I, have, I felt to tell a little bit of a story. And just to tag into what God is doing in this moment. That piano needs more volume. We can just bring some. I need some like piano in the house. There we go. There we go. Is that right? Can you hear? Okay. And I'm tagging on just I I felt like Justin's praying over those with legal cases, but but I want to go to the core of what God's doing. Because I believe that comes out of that. But the core of that, Psalms 126 says, when the Lord brought back the captives, when the Lord brought back the captives, say with me, when the Lord brought back the captives, we were like those who dream. It seemed so unreal. And there's a cross-reference in Psalms, 21, uh, Psalms 26 verse 1 to the story of Peter in Acts 12 where Peter gets awakened by an angel and the angel releases him from captivity. But he's, he says Peter's experience was I felt like I was dreaming. I, I was in a dream state. And as I went in this dream state, the angel opened the doors. And only when out in the streets did the angel wake me up and say, look where you are. Anyone like, would like that experience? Okay. Firstly, there's no one in, in prison here this morning. Thank the Lord. But, but some of us have been held captive by whether it's a legal thing or whether it's a disease or whether it's a relationship that's broken or perhaps it's been a financial situation or perhaps God hasn't broken, there hasn't been a breakthrough in, in the business that you're running. Perhaps it's been something, something has held you captive. And, and the word going out today is, is when the Lord brought me out of captivity, it was like I was in a dream. In other words... God will do it. And it might not even seem real at the moment, but He's doing it. He's doing it. He's breaking us out of captivity. And then it said, then our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with singing. Our mouths were filled with laughter, not because the pastor was funny, but because there was real joy. There was real joy. Oh man, you should see your faces right now. 
Okay, somebody smile. At least go halfway <laughs> to laughter. Go halfway there. Just go half. Just want to see some teeth. Can I see some teeth? <laughs> no, I don't want to make you laugh. God brought the captives out of... He's, yeah, this, he's bringing us out of captivity. And our mouths are filled with laughter. God spoke to us and said this month he wants to cover us with the banner of love. His banner over us is his love. His banner over us is his love. And what he specifically said is, he says, you're not going to strive to break out of captivity. My love for you is going to break you out of captivity. My love for you is going to make the way. Father, that we may come to know the Father's love more than we ever have before. And God's leading every single one of us into a place where we know, we don't just think about the love of God, but we know the love of God. We deeply know His love. And we, we allow His love to break us out into captivity. Come on, anyone in the room trusting for something? Anyone in the room trusting for something? It's God's love that breaks you through to that which you're trusting for. It's not a striving. It's not a trying. Your God, please do the miracle. Please do the miracle. Please do the miracle. And God's saying, rest in my love because my banner. Now the banner is the banner that was put up when there was a victory. So the banner was, you know, if, if they take battleground and they take new land, they put up a, a banner that says we have overcome. God's saying the victory, the freedom from captivity that you're looking for is in his love. My banner over you is love. And then God spoke to, I just felt last week, to start sharing on the Psalms of Ascent. And God said to me, these are going to be the songs of ascending. In other words, I'm going to break open as you sing. So we ascend into that breakthrough purely in worship with me there is an ascending into the fullness of the kingdom in worship Jesus says you don't know where you worship but one day you will worship in spirit and in truth so there's a breaking open that takes place when we enter into worshiping in spirit and truth now if you are aware of what's happening in, in Asbury right now, God is doing something amazing through an atmosphere of worship. And it started off with a very, very simple, so by simple I mean basic, message of God's love. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Anyone don't know? Put up your hand so I know that I, how much I need. Okay. So what, what, what took place is that on Wednesday, a week and a half ago, at the Bible college, the preacher, the, the, the pastor of evangelism got up, preached a very simple message on love, on God's love. And the fact that when we step into His love, God does things. He, he brings freedom. He brings a release. But, but not only that, His love spreads out throughout the earth through us. And He just prayed, God, may this love spread in this campus. May it spread in our state. May it spread throughout the nation. And then He closed off. He said, listen, we're going to take as, as long as it needs. We're going to take as, as much time as necessary for you to experience His love. And then He got off the stage and the video ended. And the next thing we heard is... A hundred pupils got together, started worshiping in the hall. By that evening, they still hadn't stopped worshiping. The next night, there, were, there was a thousand people in the hall. And it's been growing and growing and growing. And they haven't stopped worshiping for a week and a half. There's no fancy band on stage. 
There's no fancy lighting. It's a piano, vocalists, maybe an acoustic guitar and a djembe. And people are coming in their thousands. There's queues outside. They've got three overflow venues at the moment. They've got a screen outside. So if you do arrive and need to wait on the lawn, you can see what's happening inside. And all it is is spontaneous song after song after song after song after song. Isn't God good? Isn't He amazing? But that's for those people. That's there. Over here, God is He's working with us in, in different ways. We can't make it happen again. We can't copy it. But I can go and say, wow, God has been speaking about His love this month. Wow, God has been speaking to us about ascending in worship and, and lifting up a sound of praise, lifting up a sound of joy. And He has been saying, I want to take you into my presence when you come into a place where you can experience me fully, wholeheartedly. Because it's in worship that there is breakthrough into His love. Say that with me. It's in worship that we have breakthrough into his love so I wanted to tell you about when I read about our mouths were filled with laughter I was uh, in, in I was in grade 12 and we went on a, a camp as the youth and that year our youth pastor had resigned the previous year so there was a new youth leader not even a youth pastor and he kind of told us as leaders you guys plan the camp. How many of you know that's not a good idea? <laughs> Tell a bunch of grade 12 kids <laughs> that you get to plan the camp. <laughs> okay. So we got together and we were like, we are going to show these leaders a thing or two, how to run a camp. We, 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 we're going we're gonna to bring the fun. We're going to bring the joy. We're going to bring the... The, just the craziness and any, any people in school in the house here alright okay I was always in grade 12 once so, alright I'm like we're going we're gonna to bring it we're going to just so we planned everything except for the move of the Holy Spirit <laughs> we planned everything okay so we go on camp we hijacked the school bus that came with all the kids in we stole their bags, rode off in a combi. We, we tried to do fun things just to like make it fun. We had balaclavas on, but, but with like animal ears and stuff. Just so they, you know, no one, we asked them afterwards, did you actually think you were being hijacked? They were like, no, no, you guys are lame. And uh, so we were pretty lame at what we were trying to achieve. And I remember like the whole camp, we did, listen, I was part of the naughty team. We, we, we took a sound system into the field in the middle of the night and played elephant noises so that we could scare everyone in the dorms. The next morning, we heard that the real elephants had trampled fences because they thought they were, they were um, you know, a herd in, in the area. I broke windows. I, we did this. It was crazy. But there was a worship night at the end of this youth camp. And it's something that this is what I'll never forget. Now, I knew and liked Bernadine, but we weren't even a couple. We were just friends. So I went to the leaders' meeting. And she was in the leaders' meeting, and the band was there, and, and the leaders, the other leaders were there. And um, I had a big interest in Bernadine. The, the Bible says, think on what is lovely. <laughs> So I'm thinking on what is lovely. <laughs> and uh, halfway through leaders meeting, I'm like, I'm going to go book my space in the hall. Because all I'm actually thinking about is how, you know, Bernadine needs to sit next to me through the service. Okay, I don't know why, but, but we're, we're like little, you know, like, if you ever watched the herd of Impala? You know, the females just graze. They just do their thing. And the young rams are like fighting each other, trying to get the space. And, and if you watch, you know, planet Earth and this little fish on the coral reef, he like really protects his space. So I get into the hall, I'm like protecting my space. Okay, this is where Bernadine's going to sit. But the thing is, I haven't really, I can't really tell Bernadine to sit there because we're not a couple. 
We're just friends. So I'm trying to like, you know, so you come up with these plans, like I'll carry her Bible and her jersey and put it down on the side here. Hopefully, you know, do my best male fish impersonation and, you know. <laughs> so that's totally where my head is. I mean, that's why we go on youth camps, right? Is to... to <laughs> To fish, to fish. <laughs> I was a fisher of women, <laughs> of a woman. <laughs> anyway, I'm in the hall and Bernadine's not coming. It's happening. It's happening. None of the leaders are coming. I was in leaders meeting, but I left early to book my space. I had a plan happening. Where are the leaders? Like half an hour later, Leaders haven't come. Meeting's supposed to start. Where, where are the leaders? What, what's happening? And they started to fall out of the leaders' meeting laughing. Like the Holy Spirit arrived when I left that meeting. <laughs> now you're looking at me like the pastor, but back then I was just any other kid, okay? And the Holy Spirit wax them in that room and they're, they're laughing and they, and they are like in acts they were drunk as you suppose that's what they looked like and they came out of that room staggering two by two by two into, into the, the hall and I'm like I hope Bernadine's not like that I had a plan but, but she was and everyone in that room was and then they came into the hall and the meeting couldn't start because the leaders were just laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and, and crying and laughing and crying and it's just the Holy Spirit just whooshed through the room and eventually they just started playing an album on the system and one by one we all started laughing and laughing and laughing laughing and laughing and, and eventually it was like one o'clock in the morning and, and, and we were still laughing and, and that CD had, you remember CDs anyone remember CDs <laughs> it had played through like four times as we just enjoyed the Holy Spirit and enjoyed his presence and it doesn't matter what my plan was or what anyone's plan was when the Holy Spirit came he completely transformed what was happening in the room. And that's what I'll remember that camp for, is the night the Holy Spirit broke into our youth, us. And I tasted something that I'll never forget. I tasted what it felt like to be loved so deeply, to be loved so deeply be, man, just to be filled with His presence. That's why I said this week to our leaders, I said, why do revivals start with the youth? They start with the youth because the youth know how desperately they need to be loved by a father. And as we grow up as adults, we go through experiences and we think that we need to run it and we think that we have the power to change things and do things. And God works with us, yes. But we, we, we lose the focus of the love of the Father through our experiences and our day to day. And Jesus says, you have to be like the children. You, you have to, unless you become like one of these, you won't enter into my kingdom. Unless you so desperately rely on the love of the Father, you're not going to taste the kingdom that is at hand. I just felt like God wanted to take us to a place where we can experience the love of the Father so desperately as if we were youth. As if, as if we were living in our parents' house and with the same 
desire for love from our fathers and our mothers, that, that, we, that we desire that, that there's that same necessity for love. And I'm aware that so many have grown up in homes with broken love. And maybe there's some in this room that have never even experienced real love before. But that's what God wants to do in this time. He wants to pour out. It's not about the worship. It's not about the meetings. It's not about how long they go. It's about His love being manifest and received by every person. His love received by every person. I think it's that hazelnut that's hanging in the room. Some have felt that they're too small and unworthy to receive His love. Too small to tap into God's goodness, yet He wants to pour all of that out. Too too unnoticed. Too unimportant. God's saying, you're the most valuable thing I've ever created person I've ever created I've created you in my image in my oh man we hear that so often we don't even we don't even value those words I have created you in our likeness that means I like you (laughs) it means I, I love you we've got to stop focusing on trying to do and just press into being who God created us to be. Allow Him to love us enough to be to be. Our mouths are filled with laughter, says Psalms 1. I was thinking about laughter. There's two kinds of laughter. One is someone tells a good joke and, and you laugh. That, that, in, that, in, that involves you thinking about something. That, that involves your frontal lobe. Anyone know what a frontal lobe is? Who doesn't know what a frontal lobe is? No one, okay. So no one's putting up their hands, no matter what. But a frontal lobe is where you will things into being. You, 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 you think about things. You think about picking up your hand and it happens. Connected to your brain is a is is a is a central nervous system, and if you touch something that's hot, your hand pulls away before you think about it. That that's where your your central nervous system takes over. But deeply connected to that is your spirit. I'm, I'm, that's why Jesus says, or or you know, there, there's your heart. You have a heart and a mind. And God says, I want to be a father. I want to be a God. I want to be in your mind and in your heart. There's a place in you that, that you don't even have to think. It, it happens. And that's where the Spirit really connects to us in our, in our bodies. Am I, am I saying something weird? Or, or are, you, are you with me? And, and there's, a, there's a space that the Holy Spirit comes into and, and, and we react just to it and that's where God's love really touches us that's why we speak about our heart God, God, God's love is, is beyond your brain it, it's beyond what you think and the church has been or, or I, want to, I want to stop saying the church you must correct me but I think people have been stuck in a place where they come and worship God with their brains and they worship God with what they think. And the Bible does say, give a logical explanation for your faith. But that's when you're talking to unbelievers. Explain it so that they understand it. But we've got to get our brains out of the way so that we can experience God's presence. God wants to touch us at a special place. Now, He made your brain. But your brain is run by the presence of God. Your brain connects to your, to your spirit. 
And your thoughts come from what God does in your heart, not the other way around. So that's why when they came out of captivity, it says they were laughing as if they were in a dream. They were laughing from the deepest part of them, not through what they were thinking. They were laughing from a place where they had no control over it, where their brain hadn't figured out yet what was happening. Their brain hadn't figured out. That's why it felt like they were in a dream. And if God wants to awaken something in us, He has to allow us to... It's not about just getting our brain out of the way. It's about resting in His presence, saying, God, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm not going to overthink this moment. I'm not going to think about, you know, the things I'm facing. I'm going to just press into His love. I'm not going to allow my thoughts to barricade God's love from touching me. I'm not going to say, but what if, and why not, and where were you? I'm just going to rest in God's presence. I know there's some thinkers in the room, and I know there's some feelers in the room. For the feelers, it's easier. But for the thinkers, it's like, oh man, (laughs) you're making me feel unsafe right now. (laughs) See, sometimes God might Maybe you're going to come to church and everyone's just laughing for two hours. How are you going to respond? What if we did worship until tomorrow and then until Tuesday and Wednesday? How are you going to respond? How are you going to respond when the Spirit shows up? Are you going to respond with what you think or are you going to allow the Holy Spirit to do something in your heart through His banner of love, through His banner over me is love. That's Philippians 4. I quoted it earlier. It says, God's peace which transcends all understanding will garrison and mount God over your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. God's peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount God over your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Paul's writing to the thinkers. He's saying, thinkers, God's peace is going to guard you. He's going to guard your heart. Just, just, just rest in that. Actually, sorry, he's, he's writing to the feelers here. Sorry, I've got it the wrong way around. Paul's writing to the feelers here. He says, God's peace which transcends understanding. And then he says for the rest. Now he's talking to the thinkers. Think about what is true. Think about what is worthy of reference. Think about what is honorable. Think about what is just. Think about what is pure, lovely, and lovable. Think about what is kind and gracious. Think about virtue. Think about excellence. If anything is worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take into account. And then in the Amplified it says, fix your mind on these things don't think about anything else but anything that is these things that's where we fix our minds but God comes and he says my peace transcends your understanding my peace covers you takes over every part of your heart so that you don't have to strive in your thinking but you can experience God's love fully, 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 fully. God says this morning, I don't want you to be preoccupied with 
what you perceive to be dangerous. I don't want you to be preoccupied with what you think has come to steal. I don't want you to be preoccupied or even problem solve when my presence comes. Now is just the time to receive my presence, to receive my love. God's doing something big. Let me say this, right around the world. People are waking up to the love of God the Father. People have been stuck in politics, stuck in conspiracy theories, different groups that believe this and that. And man, coming out of COVID, we didn't know what to think anymore. God comes and says, I want to introduce you to my love through the Holy Spirit. If you will listen to and obey the Holy Spirit. My banner over us, his banner over us is love. His banner over us is love. His banner over us is love. Then they said amongst the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. And then David agrees. He says, the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. We are so glad. Can I see any glad people in the house this morning? (laughs) Any glad people in the house? The world is mad, but we are glad. If you meet someone that's mad, just introduce them to the Lord. Really. Just say, you're mad, I'm glad. See how simple the gospel is? (laughs) Turn to freedom our captivity and our fortunes. They who sow in tears shall reap in joy and singing. He who goes forth bearing seed and weeping shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing with him his harvest, sheaves of grain. When you rest in his presence, man, you can even sow in weeping. Don't withhold the plans that God has for you. Don't don't stop because you feel not loved. God's love is here now. Don't, don't, Don't stop because you've hit certain circumstances or things. Keep going. Keep going in His presence. Keep going in His presence. Keep going in His presence. All I'm saying is, Allow the Holy Spirit to move. Feel His love with your heart. And don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It's as if we were in a dream. It's as if we were in a dream. It's as if we were in a dream. He who goes forth bearing seed and weeping. at needing his precious supply of grain. God's got specific things he wants to do through specific people. That's why he made you. And he, he, we've, we've got to lean into him because our life does depend on his love. That's where the breakthrough really happens is when we lean into his presence because our life really does depend on his presence and on the breakthrough. When we realize if it's not for God's presence, I'm not going to make it. If it's not for His love, I'm not going to see victory. If I don't experience His love, I'm, I'm not going to get that breakthrough. I can pray with my head all I want. I can ask God anything. But if I don't go in, Bill Johnson always says when we pray for sick people, pray for them as if your life depended on the prayer because you need to love 
You need to release God's love so that there is victory. We need to release God's love so that there is victory in every area. Is that good? Our lives depend on His love. Our lives depend on nothing else but His love. We're going to sing, You are good. You are good. And I want to ask those who really need I'm first I'm going to do we're going to I'm going to ask everyone to stand eventually but for now if there are people in the room who feel like they've never really experienced the full outpouring of the Holy Spirit in other words the fullness of his love and you want to experience the love why don't you just stand where you are just stand where you are if 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 you if, you, if you're saying, I've never experienced the fullness of God's love, and I really want to experience His love, stand where you are. Come on. Come on. I feel like there's also people who've experienced trauma in childhood trauma in childhood that has prevented them from experiencing the love of God. If, if, if you're one of those people, don't you want to stand as well? If you've experienced some kind of a trauma in your childhood that just prevented you from experiencing the fullness of God's love, why don't you stand as well? There's people in the room that struggle to trust fathers or what a father figure is. Why don't you stand as well? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're just going to pause here. We're just going to pause here right now. Thank you, Father. Father, I'm going to pray with the people standing right now. So if my words are your words, just pray them out. Father, I have never experienced your love. Father, I know you have always been there for me. I know that you are a good Father. But my heart has been in the way and I hear your voice this morning I hear your voice calling out to me I hear the words of Jesus who is your son and he said if I don't become like a child again I can't fully experience your kingdom which is your love so father this morning I want to open up my heart to your love. I want to I want to just give every bit of my heart to you this morning. And I'm sorry, Father, for being protective of my heart. I'm I'm sorry, Father, for not allowing you to embrace me fully. See the reason, Father, is I I thought you're gonna find out that. I'm unworthy. I thought you're going to find out that I'm not able. I thought that I'm going to be exposed in your presence. But this morning, I just want to relax and I just want to rest in your presence. Father, will you come and heal my heart? you come and heal my heart Father my parents disappointed me in my childhood I was angry I was upset I chose not to trust anyone again because once again I wanted to protect my heart 
I want you to protect myself from being hurt again. God, will you come and break open my heart this morning? Will you come and release me once again to experience the fullness of your love? The greatness of your love. <laughs> Lord, will you allow me to laugh again? Will you allow me to have joy again? Joy that's not in, Joy that is not suppressed. Joy that is not embarrassed. But joy that is free. Joy that is full of hope. Joy that is full of faith. Father, you, I, just, I just realized this morning as your hand comes and presses on my chest that you love me because you made me. You don't love me because of what I do. You love me because you created me. And I could see you looking at me even before I was born. I can see you looking at the plans that you had for me. So Father, today I rest in your love. I receive your love, Father, like never before. Thank you that my identity is simply in being your, your son and in your daughter. Father, I pray over everyone. We can all stand together now. I pray over every person in the room this morning that you will fill us with a sincere joy. I ask, Father, that you'll fill us with the fullness, that our wells will not run dry, that we'll experience your love. Father, may we be full of sap. May we be full of life vitality in your presence. Father, may we walk into rooms and realize, wow, there is joy in the house. <laughs> there is joy in this place. May we not be ashamed of who God created us to be. But may we step in with boldness, with grace, with joy. Help us to think on these things, on these things that are so good. We pray for release of captivity in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to worship until Lorraine's going to share something, and then you're going to lead us back into worship, right? Just stay in the presence of the Lord. Um, I, I didn't want to interrupt Daniel right in the beginning, but I just felt the Lord say, remember this date. Remember this date. Uh, I had a vision of Jesus on his horse leading his angels into battle and the army into battle and and it was for to break through on your behalf he is fighting on your behalf and then I heard the words and the books were opened and I just saw Father God turn the book, your book onto a new page, a new clean page. And the date was written. And out of his hands, his hand actually glowed <laughs> with kindness for you. And in his book, he wrote, in your book, he wrote, this is a new day. I am doing a new thing in your life. I am filling you with my love. And then the Lord said, a new day has dawned in this church. Sure. You'll be known for my love. People will come not because you have strived for it, but it is because of my spirit. As I have promised, I will pour out my spirit on these last days. And Father, we thank you that right now, you have come to write, not only in our books, but also in our hearts, your love. That you have refreshed, restored, and renewed us. 
And Father, we thank you that as we step into this new day and a new dawning, we will see your hand and your presence go before us because of the healing that has taken place in our hearts and because you have poured your love into our hearts that we will be able to love others and love others into your kingdom. May this be a new day for many, 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 not only in this church, but we thank you, Father, that we can eagerly look forward to the day when we can see how your Spirit is poured out on this earth. And we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord just showed me now that He will literally stop the earth from turning to get your attention. Just for you. And as the Lord showed me, I was coming to you and He showed me, I need to come and pray for you. And He said, you don't even have a clue how good a father can be. If you think you know, then you don't even have a clue. And I just, I saw a picture of a baby, a mother holding a baby. And a baby don't even understand, a, there isn't even a thought that understands the love. The baby only feels. So if you're struggling to feel, to understand the love of God, just start feeling the love of God. That's how you enter into the kingdom. It's just like a child. Because a child doesn't even have to understand. They just feel. So I just want to release you of understanding the love of God. And just start experiencing. Just accept. That's a word for everyone. That is a word for everyone. Just start experiencing and stop trying to understand it.
for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages.